your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back. We are back. We are getting hockey back. Welcome into the Locked On Stars podcast, a new week. Here at Locked on Stars. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Right now you can go to BuiltBar.com. Use that promo code Locked On to get 20% off your next order. If you did not catch my reference at the beginning of this episode, it's from The Hangover. But, you know, they're talking about Doug instead of hockey. But I felt that there was a need for that reference to start off this episode. Because this is a big episode here at the Locked on Stars podcast. Because hockey is officially... In motion, hockey is coming back here in just a couple of weeks. We're going to have the start of the 2020-2021 NHL season as approved by the NHL and NHLPA on Sunday. My name is Josh Clark, by the way, Dallas correspondent at NHL.com. Joined, as always, by my co-host, Kenneth Nash. And Kenneth was shaking his head. He's obviously not happy that I did that uh, did that <laughs> reference, or he's not amused by it. I was hoping that he would start singing We're the Three Best Friends That Anyone Could Have, but I guess not. I, my hopes were too uh, high. Can you asked my permission. You asked my permission to do that. I did. Well, I didn't say no. I was like, I was. Is it another one I of those you needed like, to feel it? About it? You needed to feel it in the moment. I was like, Surely Josh isn't going to do it. Oh. And sure enough, Kenneth. When uh, we're did. talking about hockey returning, that's all you need to get me going and get me excited. And so, see, I'm a simple man. I'm, I'm a man of simple tastes. And if there's hockey involved, I'm there. And I'm excited. I'm jacked up. I'm fired up. And I'm ready to rock. And I know also, before we start this podcast and before we dig in to the NHL talk and all the critical dates and betting odds and how this is a season may affect the Stars and how they might fare this year, we have to send our congratulations, me and the listener. We all have to send our congratulations to Kenneth. Who, if you did not, if you're not on Twitter, you did not see his tweet on Saturday. Mr. Kenneth Nash is now engaged, and uh, it, that's that's pretty big news, yeah. Kenneth. That's pretty big. It is. It is indeed. Uh, yeah, Saturday got engaged, so uh, all the uh, wedding planning festivities have already uh, already started. Um, in fact, I'm getting text messages this morning. Oh gosh, about questions and stuff like that. But oh, gosh. it's an exciting time for sure. Well, can I be? Can I help out with the uh, like food taste testing for the wedding? Come on. Yes. All right. I will make the drive to Mississippi just for some free food. That's where we're at at this point in 2020. Yeah, that seems like a good business move. It is. You know, it's only like two tanks of gas, only like 100 bucks in total. So it's not too bad. Um, but regardless, congratulations to Kenneth and to, of course, Laura Grace Smedley, who we didn't even mention her name, Kenneth, but I'm sure she listens to our podcast every so often. So hopefully she'll hear this. Congratulations. Congratulations, LG. You get to deal with Kenneth now. And not me. <laughs> and so that's that's a plus. But for now, exciting times for Kenneth. Exciting times for all hockey fans and all Dallas Stars fans. The NHL is back as of Sunday afternoon when the return to play, or I guess not, not really a return to play, Kenneth, because there's not a play that they left per se, but they agreed to a 2021 Air 2020-2021 NHL season plan to begin on January 13th. It is a 56-game regular season, so a lot of the stuff that Kenneth and I had already talked about on this podcast in recent weeks that had been reported by analysts and reporters 
is is coming true, Kenneth. It's coming to fruition. The 56 games, the four newly aligned divisions, the January 13th start date and January 3rd training camp start date, and a lot of other stuff that we're going to have to get to here over the next 25 to 30 minutes. But Kenneth, at its very core, hockey is back. And those three words, it's funny because it kind of felt like we were getting closer and getting closer to the return of hockey. We knew it was almost certainly coming. But now that it is finally back, it just, it feels good. Yeah, it, it you know, we, we every every day over the past like two weeks, we've gotten closer and closer to it being back. And But, but I think yesterday... When it, or this weekend, when things really kind of got ironed out and, and it, it all came to fruition, and you know, I was, I feel reinvigorated. Right, yeah. hockey is back. Um, I'm excited. To, I'm I'm excited to. Uh, I'm excited to just watch hockey. Like just, just sit down and watch hockey. <sighs> Aren't we all meaningful hockey, not non bubble hockey. I, I loved the bubbles, but I'm ready for regular, regular season hockey. If that yes. makes any sense. Especially with a little bit more feeling of normalcy, especially seeing teams in their home arenas. Some teams are going to have fans, including the Dallas Stars. We'll get to that. They will have a certain number of fans, a certain capacity for fans at all their home games. There will be some sense of normalcy in the fact that, like you said, Ken, regular season hockey, teams will be traveling to other teams' arenas, playing in their own home arenas. And it's going to be an even more condensed schedule than usual, Kent. We're talking about 116 days here. The end of the regular season is May 8th. The beginning is January 13th. You have 116 days to fit in 56 games. That's basically a game every other day, Kenneth. So lots of hockey and a very condensed schedule, something that the Dallas Stars seem to have fared well with in the recent past, especially last year. Off the top of my head, I can't remember, Kenneth, but... Their record on like the second night of back-to-backs was pretty good, especially I believe in early February. I think they were maybe like eight three and one or seven three and one, something like that. So their record in condensed schedules has been good. That could end up being a, a really solid benefit for this team. Yeah, I, that that was actually one of the themes of this team last year was that they were really good on back-to-backs because we talked about it during the postseason yeah. a lot, right? That. That when when you know in a weird Stanley Cup playoff set setup where they were playing back to back games, which never happened in a normal postseason, the Stars actually had a little bit of a, a an edge sometimes because they were so good in back to back. Some and so you know that, I think that that could pay off this year because, um, like you said, it's gonna be it's gonna be an incredibly incredibly condensed season. So any any advantage you can get is gonna be beneficial and. Uh, the the fact that they're good on back to backs is gonna is is gonna be impacted somewhat by the fact that they're not gonna have Ben Bishop, right? So Anton, who do you, you you don't have the one two punch you normally used to having, but like I've said, I think I said this at the end of last week. While while I think no Jake Ottinger is no Ben Bishop, and and I'm not comparing the two. Oh, I would hope that not. defense is so that defense is so good, right. and I think Ottinger's good enough. That it's still it's still it's they should still have a solid one two punch. No, it's not Ben Bishop Anton Hudobin, but until Ben Bishop returns from injury, it should still be a solid pairing, um, and and that's that's what you need when you're going into these back to backs. Yeah, I, and I would totally agree with that, especially Jake Ottinger, a 2017 first round pick, arguably the top goaltender in that draft class. Certainly, I believe he was the first goaltender taken in that draft class, Kenneth. Uh, I might be wrong on that. Don't quote me on that. Either first or second goalie taken in that class by the Stars. And he's arguably a top five goaltending prospect in the NHL right now in in, Nash, in professional hockey. 
at the moment. So certainly will be interesting to see his development. We'll talk about that a little bit later on, either in this episode or in the week and weeks to come as we prepare for the 2020-2021 NHL season. But like I like we said, Kent, there will be some familiar things that will kind of look normal that will will obviously be welcomed by hockey fans, some sense of normalcy after two months of watching bubble hockey. But at the same time, there will be some new things. Of course, 56 games instead of 82. We're usually used to talking about that Christmas time uh, look at that. That's usually your first look at the standings is Christmas time to kind of gauge where you are. Are you a legitimate playoff contender? Are you a legitimate cup contender? Are you kind of a fledgling on the on the bubble or on the outside looking in? This year, 56 games, kids. So it's almost like instead of waiting 30 games to start watching the schedule you're, or start watching the standings, you're kind of going to be looking at them starting game. 16, 18, 20, somewhere around there when you're getting towards the midpoint of the season. It'll be interesting, Kenneth, because it's, it's, you're going to look at your team and say, uh, they're, they're, 10, they're 10, 6, and 3. Are they a playoff team? That, that, sound, that would sound so weird in any other year, but this year it's going to be like we're ha- almost halfway through the season. Is this, is this a good place to be? Yeah, it's it's the the condensed schedule is gonna it's gonna lead to uh, some some hotter takes, some quicker takes, some early panic buttons for oh, some teams. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, which just makes our content all the more fun, right? Exactly, I can't agree more. And there's and there's also some new also some other new things we'll have to talk about, including the realigned divisions. If you haven't heard by if you haven't heard about that yet. Kenneth and I talked about it last week, but it is confirmed the Stars are in the Central Division. We'll talk about their opponents. We'll talk about power rankings. We'll talk about betting odds. We'll talk about the critical dates. All the need-to-know stuff about this 2020-2021 NHL season for the Dallas Stars right around the corner when the Locked on Stars podcast continues in a moment. Stick with us. But before we go to break, we have to talk to y'all about the best-tasting protein bar on the market. And... To clarify, the best tasting protein bar ever. Built Bar is back and the improved Built Bar is even delicious-er. If that's a word, if not more delicious, however you want to look at it. 18 amazing flavors. We've told you about these flavors for a while now. Not only do they have their 12 original flavors like banana bread, Kenneth and I's personal favorite here at the Lockdown Stars podcast, coconut almond, peanut butter, mint brownie, etc. They also have six new flavors, caramel brownie, Cookies and Cream, Cherry Barcia, Lemon Almond Cheesecake, Carrot Cake, and Apple Almond Crisp. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew, so not only do they look like a candy bar, but they taste like a candy bar. But the catch is these Built Bars are healthy. They are great for the health-conscious guy or girl. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high protein and high fiber, and they're great for the keto diet. Let's just take a quick look at one of the flavor profiles for the peanut butter flavor. 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, five grams of sugar, and five gram net carbs. These things are delicious. And right now, if you go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. And we're back here at the Locked on Stars podcast, bringing you this Wednesday morning episode. Kenneth, this is this is one of the earliest times we've recorded a podcast in recent memory. 
Uh, I, I know we had a couple of really early ones, like 2 and 3 in the morning during the playoff run. But this is this. it's about 9.50 right now that we're recording this. And it's, it's, it's an early one, Kenneth. But it feels good because hockey's back. Everything just feels better now. It is quite an uh, quite an early start to the day, Josh. You are uh, you're on the nose there. You sound you sound your 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 verbiage in just the way you said that just leads just further proves my point that it is early. Uh, my eyes still hurt a little bit from waking up two hours ago. But anyways, let's get back to the news at hand, Kenneth. The NHL is back. Obviously, tonight, on December 22nd, the NBA will open regular season play with a doubleheader. Is it Brooklyn versus Golden State and the two L.A. teams, right, Kenneth? The Battle of L.A.? I believe so, yeah, yeah, I believe so. So, I think two games tonight, our Dallas Mavericks start up play tomorrow against the Phoenix Suns. But the Dallas Stars, the team that you come to this podcast every day to listen about, they start training camp in not, not very long, kid. We're talking about 14 days here. Yeah, that is that is, that is very wild. <laughs> right around to think the corner. About. Um, yeah, when I when I was I was kind of looking at that, and I forget it when I'm in the in the context of like looking at the NHL season as a whole. I forget how quickly it's going to be here. Um, but yeah, it's 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 literally right around the corner, and it's going to be good timing for the NHL because it, it'll be towards the end of the uh, the NFL season, so they, they they'll be able to kind of miss out on some of the NFL. Um, you know, com- uh, competition. The NBA will have already started, so you're not overshadowed by the NBA starting. Right. MLB won't be going on. Uh, soccer, you know, MLS has, has been well over for for a week now. Yeah. So it's going to be good timing. I think. I think this is an important year for the NHL to try to kind of rebuild after a, what was a. I mean, had to be a, a tough year for the league in oh, terms yeah. of uh, finances and and in viewership and and um, engagement last year because. Let's face it of the, of the big leagues of the of the big four, the NHL was was arguably hurt the most. May, I mean, maybe baseball, no. but but I think the NHL was probably hurt the most by by the pandemic, just because they were a growing league. And it's a gate it's a gate driven league too. Exactly, yeah. gate driven league, and and they were the, the the smallest league of the four. And oh, by the way, when they came back, they had to compete with two of those other leagues that they, in a way that they normally wouldn't have to compete with them. So it's, it's, it's a tough year. This is an important year for the league to try to kind of rebuild and and, and regain some of this following that they've developed. Absolutely. And on top of that, Kenneth, you know how we just mentioned that it's really early right now and we haven't done this in a while. There's another point to further prove there. The fact that when I opened up this block, I said, happy Wednesday and it's Tuesday. It is Tuesday. I said I Wednesday, even, and I did not, not even notice. It. So neither of us. So we are both a little off right now, but that's okay because it is Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Hope you're all doing well and staying safe. We are talking the NHL, a big year for the NHL here, the 2020-2021 season, almost like a buffer season, Kent. You're trying to have a season and reward or award the Stanley Cup to a legitimate winner. You're trying to have as legitimate of a season as possible and fair of a season as possible while also seeing that your primary goal is to get an Octo- an early October puck drop next year and get back on a regular 82-game schedule from early October to early April, playoffs ending in mid-June, and et cetera, et cetera, especially with the Seattle Kraken coming in this summer as the league's 32nd team. So going over some of those critical dates here, Kenneth, January 13th is 
uh, opening for training camps for the 24 teams that did that did return to play in the bubble in some form or fashion. The seven teams that did not return to play are allowed to open their camps on December 31st, so getting an extra three days under their belt of work since they have not had organized hockey since March. Moving on, puck drop January 13th. As we mentioned, trade deadline is April 12th. So, Kenneth, not even, you know, not even three months after the start of the regular season, you're going to have the trade deadline. In a normal year, three months after the regular season is New Year's, and you still have another two months before the deadline. So, trade deadline obviously coming up quicker in a 56-game season. End of the regular season, as we mentioned earlier, May 8th. Expansion draft is set for July 21st. That's going to be when the Seattle Kraken do what the Vegas Golden Knights did three years ago, pick a player from every team to build their roster. The NHL draft, meanwhile, is going to be on July 23rd and 24th. So that will be during the Olympics, during the Summer Olympics. The free agent frenzy will open on July 28th. So just about three weeks. So you're starting to see there, Kenneth, that you're getting you're getting closer to that regular timeline. Uh, July obviously July first is your usual uh, free agent frenzy, but now July twenty eighth. So you've got about four weeks there separating your usual date from your current date, and then from there, Kenneth, you're trying to get back on a September training camp start and an October regular season. So lots of critical dates there to go over. Yeah, and and this so when you look back at the bubble. Um, from last season, the, the whole point was we want to try to impact the 2020-2021 the season as, as little as possible early on in, in the quarantine kind of planning phase. And then when it realized when they realized that that wasn't really an option, it then became 21-22 that season. We want to impact as little as possible. At that point, they were hoping, you know, to have a regular kind of a regular thing. So uh, a regular calendar. So this the way they've set this up kind of allows for that, I think, because while the, the the start is very much delayed from a normal start because they've knocked you know what uh, quick math here with almost 30 games off the regular season right. schedule um that's allowed them to condense it quite a bit i mean you think about 30 games that's that's what a, almost a couple months yeah. worth of games yeah. right so that's that makes up for the fact that they they're starting so late and then they're able to kind of condense the schedule a little bit more loss of 30 games also means a little bit less wear and tear uh on the body compared to a regular season which means you don't have to quite have the same spacing in between games for recovery period for players and then once you get into the playoff format you know i'm sure that they're gonna i'm sure the playoffs are gonna look strange a little bit again this year like they did this past season but the whole goal, like you said, is to make sure that you're done in time to have a, as much of a regular offseason. And this is a big offseason for the NHL too, right? Expansion franchise and coming in Seattle, like you said. And, and you know, you've got all these other things that are going on. You've got to try to get things back on track before next season, which if this season's important for, for the NHL, next season is critical because – you're bringing in a whole new market. You're bringing yep. in, there's there's going to be a lot of energy around the league, uh, expansion drafts. You know, yeah. bring bring a lot of eyes and everything like that. So um, they've got to get back on a regular schedule, and I think this sort of format is is what's going to allow them to do that. Yeah, and of course Vegas obviously had set the bar pretty high, Ken, for that first that first year for an expansion team in recent memory. Very successful year, not only going to the Stanley Cup, but also establishing Vegas as a hockey hotbed of sorts of really dedicated fan base that grew quickly and is holding steady over the past couple years. So Seattle, and of course, you're trying to get full barns as well, Kent. You're hoping that by the start of next season, you'll be able to have full arenas, especially for that Seattle Kraken team. People wanting to be a part of history going to that first 
ever NHL game in Seattle. So lots to lots to look forward to on that front. And I also did some bad math, Kenneth. I, I said January 3rd was 14 days away. I mean, I added nine. Today's the 22nd, so I thought nine to December 31st and then three, but that's only 12. So 12 days away from training camp, even closer than you might have guessed or than you might have expected, Kenneth. Math is hard. What is it, what is it Bob Ross calls it? Happy accidents? Yes, happy accidents. Yes, math <clears throat> is hard. Uh, calendars are hard. We got a lot of, of difficult stuff here on Wednesday morning. But the good news is hockey's back. We're talking all about it. When we come back, we'll talk about the Dallas Stars' new division, some of the betting odds, how they might fare against the other seven teams in their grouping for this year, not only in the regular season but also in the playoffs. And we'll talk a little bit more just about this season because hockey's back. So what else are we going to talk about right here at the Locked on Stars podcast? Stick with us. We'll be right back. But before we go, are y'all ready for some football? College football heads into bowl season, and there are some big matchups coming up not only this week, but also this weekend. The NFL regular season is also finishing up with the playoff picture becoming just clear, but also all the more confusing and murky at the same time. Lots of big matchups this weekend and next weekend as the NFL approaches. Wild card weekend on January 9th. There's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust here at the Lockdown Stars podcast, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. As I said, there's some really big games of the week coming up in the NFL. Colts and Steelers is going to be huge. Lots on the line for both teams in trying to secure playoff and division titles. Rams and Seahawks is going to be a fun one. Our Dallas Cowboys here at the Locked on Stars podcast going up against the Eagles. Playoff hopes on the line in the NFC East there. Lots of big games. Titans, Packers, the list goes on and on. Lots of fun games to bet on. Try and make you some money right before the holidays here. And of course... The current headline in sports, the NHL's back. The betting odds are already out for the Dallas Stars for winning the Stanley Cup. Players winning individual awards. Stars odds to win their division. Lots to talk about there. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. Back here at the Locked On Stars podcast. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Happy Tuesday morning. Hope you're all doing well and staying safe. Kenneth, I've got my Dunkin' here, and I'm feeling good. I've got my Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee. The NHL's back. The Dallas Stars are just around the corner from kicking off training camp and the regular season. And it's just a re- Christmas is in three days. It's it's just a really good day, Kenneth. I woke up today saying, you know, this is going to be a really good day. It's a good day to have a good day. Yeah, it's. Uh, I knew you had your Dunkin. You know that's why we of didn't. Course. We weren't going to record earlier. It's because you wanted to make sure you had time to go get a. I had, go get I had a little to bit be of awake. Coffee. You know, had to be awake here. Do you have your Dunkin? I'm with you. I do not. Uh, mostly because there's not a Dunkin within thirty minutes of. There's me. one in. There's one in uh, Pearl. Yeah, but I'm. 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 I'm not in Clinton. Oh, where are or you? Or Jackson? I'm well north of that. Are you in Madison. Yeah, north of Madison. Oh, okay. Yeah, you might not be within 30 minutes. But they just, you can still buy the ground coffee that we talked about for a curate. I do actually do have some, okay, some of the good coffee. Okay, well, that, that, that's, the, that's the good news. That's what we need. Um, but here we go now. We got to talk more about the Dallas Stars, more about this upcoming season. 
as we've said, 56 games, January 13th start date. You look at the calendar, Ken, and your first reaction is, wow, that's a lot closer than one might initially expect. We are just around the corner. You're going to blink. Christmas and New Year's is going to be over, and you're going to be seeing Stars training camp highlights, getting ready for the regular season. We talked about it a little bit last week, Kenneth, but as we know, the roster sizes are going to be boosted just a little bit. They're going to have, um, what would we call Oh, taxi squads. They're going to have a taxi squad of sorts, four to six players on the taxi squad in addition to the 23-player roster. So that's obviously a big opportunity for certain Dallas Stars prospects that are trying to not only show off their skills, but also potentially crack a roster spot by the end of the season and be an NHL option moving forward. So big news there. Also on the player opt-out level, Kenneth, players have the right to opt out of this season without discipline or penalty, but the specific details of an opt-out depend on whether the player is opting out voluntarily or is doing so because of heightened medical risk. If the player wants to exercise voluntary opt-out, he must provide written notice to his club at least seven days before they open training camp. So that's December 24th, that's this Thursday, for the non-playoff teams from last year, and December 27th for the other 24 teams. That was a report from The Athletic. And as of this, as of yesterday, Kenneth Pierre Lebrun had tweeted out that he had talked to 23 of the teams yesterday and that none had reported that they knew of any players that would be opting out of the season, although it's still early. Players on the seven non-playoff teams have until Thursday to notify their clubs. The other teams have until December 27th, so that's going to be on Sunday. So interesting news on the opt-out side, Kenneth. And any thoughts on that before we dig into divisional talk? Uh, you know, I mean, the opt-out's going to be interesting because I think last, you know, I think last season we saw some opt-outs in, in baseball and we saw some opt-outs, you know, even in even in the NHL. You know, we saw some last year. Right. I, w- I wonder what the perception of opt-outs is going to be this season because, first of all, players have had a lot more time to prepare and kind of learn about everything that's going on. Um, teams have as well. You know, they, I, I'm just curious how they're gonna, how opt-outs are going to be viewed by players and teams um, this year. As, as will perception change? Where last year it was like, yeah, you know, do do what you need to do to uh, to keep you and your family healthy. Now right. it's like, you know, I, I'm just curious if things have changed in 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 sort of that dynamic. Yeah, and that, that that'll be an interesting uh, interesting yeah element there because of course we've seen. Do we know? Of, I don't know if I ever saw a recent report. Have any NBA players opted out of this coming season? Uh, not that I'm aware of. It's I at least not necessarily anybody that that are like uh, not anybody that's like major, major. Okay, that yeah, okay, that sounds yeah. It'll be interesting to see regardless. But hey, let's go ahead and move on to the big topic at hand. Well, before we get to the division, we'll also talk about as we know when we mentioned it earlier, the Stars will be playing their home games. So 28 home games, 28 road games. They'll play them at the American Airlines Center in Dallas. And fans will be allowed. The Stars said on their website they are set to begin the season with limited capacity of roughly 25%, which allows for proper social distancing between fans of different households. Capacity could be adjusted throughout the season based on local, state, and federal health officials' advisory. So, of course, you're talking about that capacity could go down, that capacity could go up, Kenneth, depending on how the pandemic goes and what, what the local, state, and federal health authorities think. Uh, also, I believe the they've the stars have already released the priority list on who gets first priority. I think Victory Club members are first, 
and then Stars Insider members are second, or maybe they're both first. I can't remember. Make sure to go check out DallasStars.com for more on that. But let's get to those divisions for the last few minutes here, Kenneth. Of course, as we know, the Dallas Stars are going to be in the Central Division this year. The only problem is the Central Division looks a little bit different. So instead of your usual Nashville, St. Louis, Minnesota, Colorado, Winnipeg, Chicago, you now have, you're still going to have Chicago and Nashville, Kenneth, but now in the Central, you have Carolina, Columbus, Dallas, Detroit, Chicago, Florida, Nashville, and Tampa Bay. So in other words, I tweeted this out the other day. You've got the Stanley Cup winners, the Stanley Cup runner-up, a team with John Tortorella being the Columbus Blue Jackets, who's arguably the most colorful coach in the NHL, Kenneth. Uh, you've got a team, you've got Smashville. You've got a team with a $10 million goaltender in Sergei Bobrovsky with the Florida Panthers. You've got a bunch of jerks in Carolina. And you have a team that's openly committed to a rebuild in the Chicago Blackhawks. And you have a team that won 17 games in the Detroit Red Wings. Did I miss anyone there? I don't think I did. So, Kenneth, that is an interesting lineup. And we talked about this a little bit last week and how the Stars might fare in this group. But it seems though, even with Tyler Sagan and Ben Bishop sidelined for the first two months of the season, two and a half months of the season, it still looks as though the Stars should be well positioned to contend for one of those top four spots, which would punch their ticket to the playoffs. Yeah, I, I think... They're definitely, I in my mind, I think they're one of the top two teams, even without Tyler Sagan and Ben Bishop. I think they're one of the top two teams in this this makeshift division. I think I think Tampa Bay has a firm grasp on the uh, one seed at this point, um, and it's going to be theirs to lose. But I would I would imagine the Stars should 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 be able to wrap up that second spot when you look at their roster, top to bottom, and and specifically their deep their, their defense group. Right, you know, the, they're missing Tyler Sagan. I know they're missing Ben Bishop. I know. They still have one of the best defenses in the NHL, and Correct. so, uh, and that doesn't change, and 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 they their ability to control games is not going to change. So, uh, I imagine that they should be should be all right. They should almost assuredly be guaranteed one of the top three spots. And I think if they don't get one of the top two, I think they consider the regular season kind of a kind of a bust from their perspective. Yeah, and of course, this are, these are only interdivisional games for this season, so the Stars will play. You would assume every team eight times, or not assume it is they are going to play. Every team in their division, eight times. Eight times seven gives you those 56 games. So four home games and four road games against each of these teams. As of last season, Kent, the Stars went 2-2 two and two against Nashville in the regular season. 2-2-0, two two, two rather. 2-1-0 against the Chicago Blackhawks. 2-0-0 uh, against Tampa Bay Lightning. But, of course, we know the Stanley Cup final as well. 0-1-0 uh, against the Florida Panthers. That, la- that second game against the Panthers was actually the one that was... The first one canceled due to the coronavirus pandemic yep. back on yep. March 12th. 1-1-0 one one, one, one against the Detroit Red Wings. 2-0-0 against the Carolina Hurricanes. And 0-1-0 against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Did I miss anyone there? I don't think I did. Um, but regardless, it's an interesting division lineup, Kenneth. And certainly you know that the Carolina Hurricanes have been a consistent playoff contender last two or three years. Columbus Blue Jackets as well. With John Tortorella behind the bench, you never really know what's going to happen. And... Last year was very impressive to see him take that Columbus team that just lost basically all of their like core talent, Kenneth, in free agency. Matt Duchesne, Artemi Panarin, lots of big names leaving it. Sergei Bobrovsky, lots of big names leaving in free agency, and yet the Blue Jackets still made it to the return to play, still made it into the Stanley Cup playoffs after beating the Maple Leafs in that qualifying round. So they're always an interesting interesting case study. Nashville Predators as well. And it's, it's going to be an interesting lineup, Kenneth. It's going to be an interesting year for the Stars. 
But even without Sagan and without Bishop for the first two, two and a half months, obviously both of them having their respective surgeries at the end of October or early November, end of October. Yeah, I believe they were both end of October, Kenneth. Tyler Sagan maybe November 1st or 2nd, but both needing a four-month recovery. So that's obviously leading you to uh, end of February, right? To early March. So yeah, yeah month yeah. and a half, two month, two month recovery time period for both of those guys. But certainly looks like the stars are well positioned to contend for one of those top four spots right off the bat. And those top four teams will make it to the playoffs. How the playoffs work this year, the top four teams of each division will qualify for the playoffs. You'll have a 1v4 and 2v3 in each division. The two winners of those series will play each other. So each division will produce a champion to then be sorted based on regular season points percentage. And those final four teams, 1v4 and 2v3, will play. And then you will have your Stanley Cup with the final two teams remaining. And that's interesting, Kenneth, because with no conferences this year, you could have, you know, just off spitballing here, you could have a Dallas-Vegas Stanley Cup final. You could have Dallas-Colorado. You could have two West teams. You could have two East teams in the Stanley Cup final this year. Yeah, it, it's going to be a, a weird and kind of wacky finish to the year. We're going to have some strange playoff matchups we wouldn't normally get to see. Yeah, absolutely. So lots more, obviously, to talk about on the return of the NHL, the 2020-2021 season. We can't wait to dig into more of it as we roll along in this week, next week, and the coming weeks as we prepare you for puck drop on either January 13th or January 14th. Going to be a fun time. Dallas Stars, as we know, Western Conference champions, defending Western Conference champions. will be interesting to see how they come out of the gate with Rick Bonus now as the official head coach. Mark Pesek in the lineup, Kenneth. But other than that, other than the losses of Matthias Janmark and Corey Perry, this Stars team running it back, trying to take another swing at winning the Stanley Cup. Exciting times ahead. Hockey is back. We cannot wait to get into it and get closer to puck drop. So, until then, though, I think that's about all we've got for this Tuesday episode. Uh, Kenneth, we're going to, I guess, close up shop here. Kenneth gave me the go-ahead and close it out because we are a little bit over time, as we always are, though. (laughs) Kenneth, if you're shocked shocked at this point, yeah, no, that's your own fault. But make sure, if you have not already, make sure to go follow us on Twitter at LockedOnStars. You can also follow our personal accounts. I'm at Josh underscore Clark 02. Kenneth is at Kenneth underscore Nash 19. Make sure to go on Twitter. You can see that uh, engagement ring that Kenneth bought. That was a, it's a pretty one. Uh, I appreciate you're, it. You're welcome. You're welcome. But, um, <laughs> but also, please make sure to go and also leave us a five-star review at Apple on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to hit that subscribe button so we show up in your feed every time we drop an episode. Should drop another one or two this week, probably two this week, and then two or three next week to close out the year 2020. Exciting times ahead with the NHL. If you have a if you have a question or comment or you'd like to see us do something on the podcast as we get ready for the next season, make sure to leave it in the reviews, in the comments on Apple Podcasts, or tweet it at us in a reply. We'll make sure to get to it as soon as we can. But other than that, stay safe and stay healthy. Have a great Tuesday, and we'll talk to you soon. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.